Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It's Thursday, February 15th, 2024, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm your host, Jen Sinassi. Let's dive into those prices. According to Coindesk Indices, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Bitcoin extended its recent rally up over a percent in the past 24 hours at $52,350. Yesterday also saw Bitcoin surpass the $1 trillion market cap for the first time in 26 months. Ether rose 2% on the day, sitting at $2,798. Just above that $2,750 level, Marcus Thielen told us he was watching in yesterday's episode. The Coindesk 20 index was also in the green on the day, led by Aptus and Uniswap. In traditional markets, the Nasdaq was up 1.3% yesterday, while the S&P 500 rose just under a percent. Traders are digesting January's retail data. More on that in today's interview. And in commodities, the Brent crude oil benchmark was trading at $81.92 a barrel. Meanwhile, gold was hovering below the $2,000 mark, trading at $1,998 an ounce. For more on the market's action, let's bring in U.S. investment analyst at eToro, Brett Kenwell. Hey, Brett, thanks for joining the show this morning. Let's get right into it and talk about what's happening. What are you watching this morning? What's standing out to you? What stands out this morning is the uh, January retail sales report. So that came in a little disappointing. We've had a strong string of retail sales leading up to this, and, and now we've had kind of a disappointing number. Uh, missed across the headlines, uh, core retail sales missed. The consumer drives the U.S. economy. Uh, 70% of the U.S. economy is driven by consumer spending, and so to see a miss in this category is slightly a concern. We don't want to make too much out of one report, but it was definitely a miss. Juxtapose that against some of the other macro data that we've seen. Sure. So this week especially has been kind of conflicting, right? Two days ago on, on Tuesday, we had the CPI report that showed inflation came in hotter than expected. Now we have the retail sales coming in weaker than expected. So the premise coming into this week was that the economy was strong and, and we had to fight the stickier parts of inflation. Specifically, the Fed had to fight the, those components. And, and we did see the sticky side of inflation, but now with the weakness in retail sales, it's kind of grinding up against that concern of when does the Fed cut rates? That was originally hoped that they would do so in March. Uh, Fed Chair Powell pushed back on that a couple weeks ago. And then the, this week's inflation report really sort of pushed it back. Uh, those rate cut bets fell into more of the consensus of June. 
Now with the weakness in retail sales, you know, maybe that conversation shifts back to maybe a May rate cut. And make some sense of this for me. What does that mean for risk assets like Bitcoin? Right. So, so many risk assets and stocks in general really rallied hard from the end of October, call it early November if you want. Those, those names really took off, especially on the, the risk asset side, the risk on types of assets. Bitcoin was included in that, although to be fair, Bitcoin was doing pretty well uh, before the stock market rally. But so much of the, the recent gains over the last call it four months have been driven on this concept of rate cuts from the Fed. The S&P is up 14 out of the last 15 weeks as investors continue to hope and bet that that rate cut will come eventually. It's more of a when, not an if situation. But for Bitcoin specifically, it's had kind of its own catalyst in play. And that's really why it's outperformed so much more. It's working out six straight months of gains. It's really been on fire since the Q3 lows. And those catalysts included, you know, the Bitcoin ETFs that were approved by the SEC last month. And now, you know, the attention is shifting to April with the halvening event not too far away. You know, Bitcoin's price is rallying on this show. I love to ask for a price prediction. What do you think Bitcoin could hit after the halving in April? Yeah, you know, I, I actually don't have a target on Bitcoin, but my thought process is sort of similar to the, the run-up we saw in January into that ETF event. It was pretty classic price action, really. The Bitcoin rallied really hard into that event. It was a well-known event. It was well-publicized. Everyone was looking at it as a, as a positive catalyst, and it, and it was leading into it. And then after they were approved, Bitcoin prices came in quite a bit as it was a classic sell the news reaction. So now my wonder is if Bitcoin will continue that rally into the April event and, and just how far it really can go. You know, we're still quite a ways off the highs, even though we're, we're trading really well. Bitcoin's at 52-week highs, new 2024 highs. It's back over that you know, key 50,000 mark regained its $1 trillion market cap. It's been a really, really impressive move. There could definitely still be some upside in that. Global crypto regulation, the disruptive power of AI, the rise of tokenization. Consensus is the one event where experts convene to talk about the ideas shaping our digital future. Join developers, investors, founders, brands, policymakers, and plenty more in Austin, Texas from May 29th to the 31st. The 10th annual consensus is curated by Coindesk to feature the industry's most sought after speakers, unparalleled networking opportunities, and unforgettable experiences. Take 15% off with this registration code MD15. Register now at consensus.coindesk.com. Let's move over to traditional stocks now. Any stocks you're watching? The semiconductor, the AI trade, that has been, I, I, I want to say, the top focus from investors. And uh, it's hard to argue that it hasn't been. NVIDIA has just exploded this year. We've seen huge moves in Broadcom, AMD, Supermicro, the semiconductors as a whole. Um, it's just been an arm. I think I can't, can't not include arm in that trade. Uh, the semiconductor has just been an explosive trade. I think everyone's seemingly kind of waiting to see when that trade's going to unwind. I don't know when that'll be or how, how much the correction will be, but that, that seems to be the main focus at this point. I believe NVIDIA recently displaced Alphabet, which was interesting to see. Yeah, they became the third largest company in the U.S. by market cap. Wow. I know that eToro's retail investor report for Q4 was watching AI stocks. Let's talk about crypto stocks, crypto equities now with Bitcoin up. Are you watching any crypto equities like MicroStrategy or Coinbase? You know, 
these names used to be the sort of the de facto equity trade on Bitcoin. Now that there's Bitcoin ETFs available, I think it kind of takes away a little bit of that focus on those names. But you know, they're still going to trade with a really high correlation to, to Bitcoin and the underlying asset prices. Now, I know that some of those spot Bitcoin ETFs are offered on the eToro platform, iBit and ARKB. Are you able to talk a little bit about retail interest in the spot Bitcoin ETF over the past month? Well, you know, it's interesting at eToro because, you know, we before the ETFs were approved, we had, you know, you could buy crypto, you could buy the outright Bitcoin, you could buy outright Ethereum. So we haven't had necessarily to rely on getting those ETFs approved to see, you know, more crypto action on our platform. Of course, people are buying and selling the ETFs. And if you look more broadly outside of eToro, if you exclude Grayscale out of the equation, you've seen a, a big inflow into those ETFs. And overall, when you include Grayscale, there's been an, an inflow. Obviously, it's, it's a little more tempered because of the outflow in Grayscale. But ETFs in general around, the, around Bitcoin have been pretty encouraging so far. If we broaden this out, we just talk about retail investors in general. Uh, we're at the beginning of the year here. What would you say the biggest pain point is for retail investors going into 2024? You know, right now, the focus has been so much on the Fed and when they will cut rates. And, and before that, the focus was on inflation. So to a degree, that focus is still there. And you referenced eToro's uh, quarterly retail survey, where they said their top concerns coming into the year were, were a recession and inflation, those in, in, in that order. And so I think those are reasonable risks to be aware of. We're sort of in this strange point in the market where we've had a huge rally across a broad number of assets. Like I mentioned earlier, S&P is up 14 out of the last 15 weeks. That puts us in sort of this strange market phase where everyone's kind of feeling like we're overheated, but not exactly sure when that, you know, when we could have a, a some sort of pullback or at least a consolidation phase. The reality is rallying 14 out of 15 weeks isn't, isn't a sustainable pace. We can't, you know, we shouldn't expect the market to do that again, at least back to back anyway. So I think the trouble for uh, the the trouble spot for retail is going to be figuring out how to navigate when this when this market eventually cools off. You mentioned the potential for a recession. There is a concern for retail investors. Do you think that we're going to see a recession this year? You know, I personally do not expect to see a recession this year. the The data is not really pointing in that direction, but it's still early. We're only you know we're just getting January's data. We're mid February. It'd be nice to see a couple more months of, of the trends, especially, you know, the, the retail sales number was kind of weak. It's just one report. I'm, I'm not one to make too much out of one report. I'd like to see where the trend's going. And, and if we see a broader weakening in the consumer, a broadening weakness in the economy as a whole, then I'll become more concerned. As of now, it's just one report. I'm not overly concerned. We're still in a bull market and the economy still has underlying strength. Brett, thanks so much for joining the show today. Thanks, Jen. Thanks for having me. That was U.S. Investment Analyst at eToro, Brett Kenwell. That's it for today's show. For more interviews and macro news on the digital asset space, check out Coindesk's First Mover, also hosted by me, Jen Snassi. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, alongside senior booking producer Melissa Montanez and executive producer Jared Schwartz. I'm your host, Jensen Assey. We'll be back tomorrow with more Markets Daily. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.
Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FTIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.